fired up, you fired up, yeah. I'm fired up, you fired up, yeah. I'm fired up, you fired up, yeah. I'm fired up, you fired up, what? Ah, who? We lemonhead flavor. <laughs> we oh, there you go, lemonhead flavor over there with the rain. May it rain. When it rains, it pours. Roman rains. Roman <laughs> rain. <laughs> or no, no, no. Uh, what is it? Uh, David rains. If you don't, or whoever rains was with Nicolas Cage played in Ghana. Sixty seconds that rains. The Rains brothers. And I always liked the way that homeboy said rains. I'm mad. I'm forgetting his now because he's a black guy. That he's fantastic. Like, so I'm oh. sorry for getting your name, my friend. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sure you remember Nick Cage, the white devil himself. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Dude Sweet. Dude Sweet. You you spiked Dude a sweet. lot. You spiked a lot right there. You might want to You can fix take it. Take a little take your, yeah. Oh yeah, fix it in post. Leave it up to me to fix it in post. That's great. I need, That's a, great. I need a little windscreen for this guy. I thought I had oh. one somewhere around here, but Oh, wow. Yeah, because you have to find like I still have the the uh, the covers for this one. Yeah, so like, I'm pretty sure something like that would help. My name is Ian Douglas Terry, and my name is Brian Keith Nelson, aka Black Seekin Thunder Thunder. Anyway, this is a podcast. This, yeah, this is a podcast that's been going on. <laughs> what, if, what if that's all I said? This is a podcast. Bam, facts right there. This is a podcast indeed. And you know what the meaning of podcast means? It means something so that you can have a pod in which we are casting into your ear. And you put yeah. it into your ear, and we are casting into your ear the pods in your ear. That's the podcast breakdown. Now, let and me tell you where a lot of you podcasters fuck up. <laughs> your ads. I'm sick of your ads. I'm so... I... <sighs> I pretty much don't listen to podcasts anymore because there's just so many ads in all of them. Listen, I'm just, listen. I'm just going to hold products up while you're talking. <laughs> listen, I don't want anyone to think I'm bitch made, so I'm just going to just not that this will ever get to anybody, but I obviously say it in a respectful way. Mike Tyson, you don't need ads on your podcast, my guy. You don't. <laughs> you don't. With all due, with all due he's, respect, he's buy you, another have, tiger. you have the money. You don't need money. You don't need these ads. It's all, it's no, it's bullshit. It's well, bullshit. Unfortunately, we now have to take an ad break for horny goat weed. <laughs> horny goat weed. Are you an old man that wants to be horny? Horny goat yeah. weed. Horny goat weed. That's uh, some good horny goat weed. Here, do this for me. Okay. Young Blacksican Thunder. <laughs> what is the mission statement of this podcast? What is the mission statement of this podcast? Yes. We're just two dudes trying to help other dudes be better dudes. We're not professionals. This is mostly here for mental health. We want to help you be better, sweeter dudes. Yeah, and whether yeah. that's through us sharing personal stories of how we've grown, how we've improved, how we approach our own mental health, how we approach our own emotional wellness. Every like it's it's everything. It's not even just mental. It's it's mental, emotional, it's physical, it's all around well-being. So that way you can in these hard times, because trust me, I am a cynic, but still <laughs> in these hard times, I still try to work because I have to believe that they're like the my hard work will pay off and that there is something towards working towards and then I can at least make something better of what I'm in now. So that's there you go. That's like that for me personally, but that's what it is. It's more so just, you know, help health, make sure everyone's good. Like, you know, tips because this is a it's still now people are kind of into it, but 
unfortunately there are people who are into it and not really of it or about it and actually yeah. live the teachings of the mental health lifestyle which is unfortunate but this is a you know we, we're pretty positive over over here we joke i get a little yeah. dark we get a little dark sometimes but it's it's all in good fun it's all in good fun i'm very serious yeah <laughs> the most you like you i've never seen you smile <laughs> as you crack a smile um, and to you what would the mission statement of this podcast be the mission statement so something i realized which social media is bad we've gone over that we don't need one, to, that yeah, yeah we don't need to discuss that again but one kind of cool thing is i have a shitty memory i can't remember shit okay terrible memory and it popped up the other day and it was a picture of us recording the first, the the OG oh, first episode. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which was six years ago last month. Woo! Time flies. And in the, here's, okay, we're going to get real on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been going through, I don't, I don't know what necessarily say dilemma or a slice or strike of reality because unfortunately I've never escaped reality. Yeah. But it's just more realization of, hey, I've worked a lot and really hard over the past, I would say, especially 10 years. And at 30, I have shit to show for it. I have nothing. I have nothing. I have skills that I've developed. I'm able to keep myself afloat. But in terms of what I thought hard work and dedication would give me and what it would produce and what I would start to, you know, see from it, it hasn't happened. Yeah. It hasn't happened. And sometimes that's the reality of the situation. Like it's not always going to go but then also sometimes too you have to be realistic about some things and sometimes like ultimate your decisions your decisions yes you continue can you can continue to do something and put more invest a lot more of your time into it because it's enjoyable and you see something in it but if it's something you are kind of always like not sure about to begin with maybe be a little bit smart and not just be like i want to do it because it's fun and i enjoy it maybe be like it's counterproductive to what i want to do and i think uh and just speaking for myself is I've lived like multiple lives. Yeah. Where like I feel like there was, I was doing this stuff for like a decade, this stuff for a decade. And it's, you kind of fall out of love with like playing bass in bad punk rock bands, for instance, <laughs> you kind of, there's a day where you're just like, man, I'm tired of carrying amps around. What yeah. I just I don't, do? I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like there's like, just a thing. I think you, no one should ever feel shame in that because it's like fucking old Kenny Rogers said. You got to know when to yeah, him, know when to show him, know when to walk away, and there was something yeah. else in that song. Yeah, but like it's evolving. To. It's yeah. you're gonna evolve into the next. It all depends what you do after and your yeah. mindset of it. Like because you can look at something as a failure, and to your standards, it could be a failure, or you're gonna take it as once again a lesson. Yeah. Like you didn't take it as a lesson. What are you going to take from it? Like, yeah, I'll sit here and say that I don't have much to show for it because I haven't progressed to where I want to be. However, I do have a bunch of skills. I am fairly well prepared and I now have the ability to start working on things and prepare for the future once again, because the things I didn't have 10 years ago where I was like, damn, if I get this and then I don't have the other, I'm in the same problem and I can't get the other till this, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like I have this and I can start building up and progressing. It's taking time. But I'm prepared enough to start doing that. So that's kind of how, like, it sucks. The grind ain't great. T- <laughs> if anyone who's listened to this podcast, I would probably say that is the second, that probably is point number two on this podcast is that the grind <laughs> and the jobs and the nine to five is not, it sucks. It's horrible. Now, if you find a job you enjoy and it works for you, fantastic. Hell yeah. Fantastic. However, 
Not everyone is fortunate enough to find that. And for those of us, these grinds, even though some jobs may be better than others, they're still grinds nonetheless, especially to certain artistic, creative people. Like, I've been grinding my whole life, and I went to an art school still. And I was like, I want to grind for this now. And it's just, it's taking a while to get there. But there's opportunity and we got to make opportunities so you got to hang in there because if not what else are you gonna do sit around and complain about it or do something well yeah and i mean also don't forget that there's no like clock on it like there's people who got can we t- can we talk about that seriously i always see those things though where it's like this person didn't do shit until they were 40 something <laughs> this person's big break was when they were 50 something yeah and i i understand that but yeah. i i think it also has to do with how people see it when people yeah. have a certain eye of like celebrity or like say for instance a-list celebrities because they're everywhere you see them no matter like you can't stop hearing about them because that's what they're plugging in there are plenty of other actors or yeah let's just say actors for this instance there are plenty of yeah. other actors who not as publicly known not out there not taking all these pictures none of this but have been making great steady act like have been working steadily, have been working yeah. in high name pro just through things just on and on and on. So I think it really depends in certain cases. I will say like it isn't a race and there's not really a time frame. but unfortunately with some of us, the way <laughs> we think it is a time frame because we don't know, we have no control over our mortality. Well, yeah, and and at least while I'm here, I would like to be happy, and I would definitely like to be happy and successful and enjoy it way longer than I've had to struggle and be unhappy. So that's like personally, yeah. when we say like time isn't a struggle, and and it just it there's it's same with uh, like when people say money can't buy happiness. I just think there's a different way of looking at it. No, it cannot buy happiness, but it can't afford me certain things that then the can provide me yes the time and what I need for that. So it's the it. It's the same with it. It's just another way of looking at it. Yeah. At least for me. I can dig that. And I mean, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but uh, we're friends with Timmy Williams from The Whitest Kids You Know. Yep. Shout out to Timmy Williams. Shout out. out. He's still out in South Dakota, but like a member of his group just passed away at 41. RIP. And they were on a comeback. Yeah. Like they were doing a lot of uh, streaming stuff to generate income to make a movie. They mm-hmm. started pre production on the animated movie and it's getting like, busy, getting to it. Yeah. So it's kind of balancing in your head like there's no clock on this, but also I could die any day. <laughs> like, <laughs> 1000%. No, 1000. And you know, like it's unfortunately you and you've had this too, but we've had a lot of people we know pass away. Yeah like close with i've had people who i went to school with who were a year younger than me i believe any like we, i've talked about this before but i can't remember what whatever but people who are like years younger than me i went to art school with two of them like have passed away from health yeah, years apart from each other and it it's not only on just like a oh some of the best artists i've ever seen but people as people some of the best people i've ever met in my entire life like Shout out Corin Chavez and Nick Thorne. Like, RIP, yeah. you guys are greatly fucking missed. But, like, those yeah. were the great, like, some of the greatest people. I remember telling one of them that, like, you were probably one of my favorite people here uh, when we were in art school. We had this thing, like, open up to an underclassman. I was like, you're probably one of my favorite people. Like, and it's just, it, it was nothing against anyone else, but it's just, like, some people just have that. 
where they just rate and they yeah, just dude. they did so much like they they are part of like starting the black actors guild back out there in denver yeah. and they just have been spreading out and just doing more but that's because these guys and a bunch of other people who are with them quinn marchman ryan food um uh, there's, I know there's more, I'm missing names and I apologize. I'm not like <laughs> intentionally doing it. I know, but I know those core because those are the people that I was in school with. And then when they started it and I was still going to DSA cause I just refused. I was like, even if I'm not going here, I have friends here. This, I fucking like, this is where I want to be. The people I like want to support are here. So just seeing yeah. and hearing all this and even for a brief time being a part of it, like it's dope. They get to do all this and yes, it continues on after them, but it's like, fuck, they're not here yeah dude and that's, that's the heavy. thing it's just like they're not fucking here and it's hard because it's life like how many you have those stories where you have people and they're just not here anymore and we have yeah. to deal with that keep like to keep going on from it yeah it's just like using that to like fuel the fire yeah maybe that's the solution instead of like because i felt that way in the past where i'm like fuck i'm like 30 like i haven't done shit or now i'm 40 i haven't done yeah. shit you can yeah. kind of do that but instead just be like i still have time there's people that i love that no longer have that time so i'm gonna yeah. do my best yeah i've definitely something. definitely i've definitely <laughs> i've definitely been feeling that you know ever since p yeah so like that's just been that's been one of the hardest things just and it's you know me like i'm already impatient enough and it's never Dude, it's never even about like, oh, fame, all this other bullshit. I just want to be happy doing what the fuck I do. Dude. Like, I just told my cousin this. I was like, I don't want to, I don't, I want to get to the point where I don't wake up every day and not look forward to waking up because I hate what I do. Like, I yeah. hate what I have to do. I don't want to feel like that anymore. Like, I felt like that for way too long. And yeah, I try, dude. you try to make the best of your situation, but the goal is to get to something where it's just like, hey, the times may be stressful, may be rough. I may be stuck on a set for 18 hours. I don't give a fuck. I've done 18 hour work days and it sucked and I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it just to pay bills to get by. If it's something yeah, I can dude. do for a living that I enjoy, 1000%. I just hope I can get to that point and actually be able to do it long enough where I can enjoy it, where I can benefit from it mentally, emotionally, because I think a lot of that would be able to help me actually heal. Because yeah. now that I'm in a place of comfort and I can actually provide for people who I stress about all the time, now I can be like, my work is paying off. Now I'm happy. Now I can start to do the things that I want to do. And even for some of the people who aren't here anymore. Yeah. It's almost like you have to compare like either the career or the artistic endeavor to a romantic relationship. You do. It's very it's personal with you. Yeah. And people will get stuck in bad relationships. Yeah. Where it's, yeah. you can tell they're not having fun. The yep. person they're dating's not having fun. Yeah. And they just, they just do it because it's a habit and they just, yeah. they know how, to, they know they can work together enough to stay together, but no one's yeah. necessarily happy. Some kind or, of, yeah. Think about this. They have that fear. There's fear holding them back. Of what like, happens if we, yep. if we part, what happens? Am I going to find anybody? Yeah. I've had people tell me that fear. Yeah. And it's just like, it's real. It's real. It's very but like, real. But it's also one of go. those things. It's one of those things where there's a few variables because it's never just like, oh, there's this or this. Yes, there's the choices. You do it or you don't do it. But the thing is, ultimately, is it going to be better for you? Is it like, is it something that you feel like you really should do? Yeah. You know, it's something that you really have to think about. Like, how how is it going to affect you? 
Yeah. You know, like how has it been affecting you? What choice do you need to make to change it? You know, like it's, it's ultimately our decisions to do it. We only can, we may not be able to control all of our circumstances, but we do choose how we react and we choose how like our choices on how we respond to certain things or what we choose or what we say or all this stuff like that. Yeah, dude, like, uh, walking away from comedy sucked. Yeah. But, but it was like mentally, it was exactly the same as ending a relationship. Yeah. It was exactly the same. Like, it's like where it's just like, I'm miserable doing this. Like I'm not really having fun. I like some of the people I'm around. Like there's some things I like about it, but it's like, you just have to walk away and it's going to suck. Yeah. Like you know that it's going to suck mentally. You're going to go through some shit. You're going to, it's the, <laughs> I'll say this. Like, I remember quitting comedy and being like, all right, I'm done. And it's just like a breakup where then I see something on the internet and I'm like, <laughs> the fuck? And it was my friend Adam Caton Holland was doing a, a show at, at Ratio and a show at Olivers. And I was like, mm. okay. It's like, okay. Stomping grounds. Yeah. It's like it's senior. Okay. Ed out yeah. with a new fella yeah i mean <laughs> hey to me to me it's like do you yeah to me and it's I like think, do you but it's I also think, because i think you have to prepare for it beforehand yeah with certain things yeah you have to be ready but yeah dude that's quitting it's hard mm-hmm. but sometimes it it's just opens the door to something else sometimes it's necessary sometimes yeah. you're putting too much focus and energy into something that where if you keep doing it you will just be beating your head against a wall yeah. you need a even if changing your approach means leaving what you thought something was you needed to do or wanted to do yeah if there especially if you have other you know tools or assets at your disposal do that put your focus into something else even if it's like hey i like to consider myself somewhat of a journeyman i'm a little bit like i have knowledge and almost a little bit of everything and i yeah. can do everything well enough to where either to progress or whatever or pass by whatever all that but sometimes you got to fall back on your strengths and just focus on that and do what really got you there because then that can then put you to a point where now you can sharpen all the other skills and tools that you need as you go along but for now focus on what you can so that way that can help get you to where you need to be and it's it's also like you kind of have to put things in perspective where it's like man if i would have never stopped playing in bands Mm -hmm. there's so so much of my life would have been different Probably yeah. would have never come out here. Probably would have never met you or any of my other friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's like sometimes yeah. you just have to like move on to the new thing to get into yep. new things. And I think another really difficult thing to deal with is like your identity mm-hmm. because your identity can get tied to, to your, what you're doing, your career. It can be tied to your relationship. Like I'm this person's boyfriend or whatever. Yep. And it can get tied to like an artistic endeavor. Like mm-hmm. my brain struggled so long to be like, what the fuck am I without comedy? Yeah. It can I be was, a real I, struggle. Yeah. People would introduce me. Hey, this is Ian. He's a comedian. Like I'd be hanging out with cool band people and they'd be like, yeah, he's a comedian. He's real funny. That yeah. Way. It's like, what do they say now? Like this is Ian. He loves lasagna. Doesn't work the same. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it's it's just creating the next thing and the new thing and also realizing that your identity shouldn't be tied to things. It shouldn't be. And that's going to put me as somebody who personally spent a lot of time mentally and emotionally preparing themselves to get rejected by people for acting auditions because you can't take that shit seriously. And you start to learn how people really are. You kind of prepare yourself 
for certain things. And it's like you still want it to go the other way, but you still are preparing yourself for something. Yeah. Like you you it's a real it's a realism. Like you have to be realistic. Like this could realistically happen. And I like to think that way because if it's something you don't have direct control over, and even if you do, you can only control that so much. But unless yeah. you have direct control over it, there's a 50-50 shot it's going to work out your way. And also like think about like kind of the way I compared it with like that last run of comedy I was doing where I was like on salary and making money just to fuck around basically. Yeah. It was like four years and it's like, that's like a long time. That's like yeah. college. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't, it's a good amount of time. Yeah. And you kind of have to think like the Simpsons is in like what season 30 something who no one cares anymore. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah, because if you just keep Sorry, going, Simpsons fans. Nothing yeah. personal, but nobody cares. Listen, season 10, 11, ah, but, um, but it's like All that. I know is One Piece is still going, so that's my thing. <laughs> it's like when the heart's no longer in the thing. You yeah. got to end it. You can't keep it you going. Got, you got to. Just and then, like you were saying, it's important to have that separation. You have to know who you are separate from what it is that you're doing whether it be yeah. you're an artist whether it be just a normal job whatever blah 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 you have to separate it you have to have that line you can put yourself into the world like you can give yourself all of yourself to it but you have to draw that line where it's like okay what's going to be better for me the person or for me let's say in certain instances like our instance the artist because what's good for the artist may not be good for the person and if it's not good for the person what's the fucking point in the artist <laughs> even being there because yeah. now guess what everything's a shit show i no longer have a place to live so how am i going to do the art if i have nowhere to live if i have nowhere to stay if i have yeah. none of these resources like i and, think it's very important for people to sit there and you have to be comfortable in your own skin. The same way we say that, get all the help you need if you need help for your mental health, if you need to talk to somebody, if you need to get prescribed something, do that. However, it all starts with you. You have to be willing to do the work to get better. You have to yeah. be willing, because we got to change and reprogram our brains. It doesn't matter um, how we're doing it. It doesn't matter if we're going to therapy. It doesn't matter if we're doing a lot of self-building, a lot of self-reflection. As long as it's all positive, we're still having to do this. So we have to put in that work. And I think there's like a big, uh, like the big fantasy about a lot of the arts is that like, oh, it's, you have to be depressed. You have, it comes no. from pain and darkness no. or like it all doesn't. comedians are depressed. That was the it big doesn't. thing after Robin Williams passed away. And it's it like, yeah. oh man, that's a side effect. That's yeah. not what yeah. creates the shit. Hey, let me tell all you artistic kids who come from fairly easy upbringings. You don't have to be depressed. If you yeah. have a fairly normal lifestyle, that's perfectly fine. Some of us, however, this is just the best way we could get us out. For yep. some of us, it was like, oh, hey, this thing has always made me happy. So instead of going to anger management again, let me put a little bit more focus into this and try and progress some in a little bit more of a positive way and become a little bit more confident and a little more comfortable in my skin with who I am. Because more than anything, you don't get upset when people are attacking certain things unless you're comfortable in yourself because you can separate your, yourself from it. Cool. Yeah. You may not like my performance or certain betrayal of something. That's fine. It is what it is. That doesn't mean you hate me as a person. And if somebody <laughs> does hate you as a person, fuck them. Because guess what? Every There's going to be somebody who hates you for no reason. Especially, you know, I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not going to get into all the whole racial thing. But with the way I look at it, somebody's going to hate me for no fucking reason. So yeah. what do I care? What do I care? I already told my parents how I feel. I speak my mind freely around my family. What do I care? What do oh, I yeah. care? I'm going to be comfortable in myself. But me, who I am, I'm just open, honest, and respectful. And that's here's, just how it is. Yeah, here's something I've noticed, man. Like, 
I like, I'm a very introverted person. I've always known that. Yeah. And doing comedy, playing in bands, it was very extroverted where I had to like ramp myself up. Yep. To do the thing. And yeah. like, that's what it was forever. And it was like, I just wanted to leave. Like, as yeah. soon as I was done every time. Yeah. But, that's what I do all the time. I'm like, even for Matt, yo, I'm here to wrestle, show yeah. you a good time, and I'm out. Yeah. And I'm not signing nothing personal. I know you didn't come here to see me, so I'm not going to sign nothing. I'm and not going to go pretend like y'all want to meet me. I'm going home. Yeah. And that was like a big part of what drained me. Like, it was just yeah. draining for so many years that. Like, I just never found a good way to balance it. And what's happened now is like, I barely talk at the last couple jobs I've had. I was just silent. And I, th- and I just thought it was, yeah, that's just how I am. But it would really weird people out. <laughs> I'm a, man, I'm going to be honest with you because that's how I am. Like, yeah, visual people. Anyone watching this? Thank you, first of all. Thank you, because we're just fucking like we always just make this podcast for us. If you listen, you listen. If not, whatever. One day it's gonna be catalog, and people will be like, "Oh, we should have listened when they were just starting." You should have. Yep. Just now we're here. You blew um, it. Um, I'm an expressive person. I'm loud. I'm goofy. I'm funny. All this stuff. Yeah. I just this is me. It's not me at work. Me yeah. at work, unfortunately, just gets the grumpy professional me yeah where it's like if you don't make my job any harder than it has to be and you're not making the job harder and if this is a teamwork thing we're actually busting like it's a teamwork thing cool i'll do my shit you do your shit i'm honestly sorry i'm not here to make friends if we connect and shit's cool great but if you have a shitty work ethic more than likely i'm not gonna get along with you because i'm here for a paycheck it doesn't go that much (laughs) more beyond that for me yeah quiet i'm calm i'm collected i throw my headphones nothing personal against anybody this is not what i would prefer to be doing this is not what i want to be doing interactions at work like i've had some awesome co-workers that i'm still same they're awesome they're yeah. great yeah but like one majority... of my best oh one shout out one of my best friends too who i met through one of my old jobs was the one that fucked me over um <laughs> him, shout out john john Eber, i'm shouting everybody okay john Eberico. <laughs> <laughs> uh and and becky she's going through a transition last name so i'm not entirely sure but i love you guys regardless Hell they yeah. just uh the learn lemur it just opened up a new location uh somewhere near down colfax in york next episode i will have all the information or maybe in by denver, the end of this episode denver, i'm not yeah. sure in denver colorado in denver colorado they just opened a new space of the learn lemur so if you like oddities and shit go get it yeah dude. go get it and one eventually i'm gonna have john on this podcast one of these days Hell i'm gonna yeah. have him on here so but it's like the majority of interactions at the office and in like business environments are so fake to me they it's are very much fake. like hi how are yeah. you and i oh, think wow. that's why friendships and shit are so rare because so rarely can you see other people who are like aren't with the bullshit yeah. they're not with the like i'm not here to play the political structure game yo i'm here to earn a check too maybe i went to school for this maybe this is something i do but i'm just here for the money i'm not here yeah. for all this other bullshit hierarchy crap whatever then that's when you find those people it's like oh you're not like trying to do any of this nah you're not yeah. trying to do any of this oh okay cool maybe i'll see you around maybe i'll see you around and i've like, i've kind of started to learn that because i feel like i spent over 20 years just being a ridiculous person like uh being in the weird bands i was we were just like eventually we'll have joe mccalunas on who i was in renford with but it was like we were just a not very good pop punk band and we had a dude breathing fire hell yeah and it's just like, cause it's like, that's funny. And it's just like doing ridiculous shit where I'm starting to realize I can use all these skills 
yeah in business stuff <laughs> like it took me forever because i was just such a like man this stuff's so corny I just that's kind of one of the things i'm realizing is because yeah. we have to we're finding different ways and it's the lessons where you take it yeah the road kind of sucks but it's like i'm more prepared than the most average person yeah. like hey if you send me to a pitch meeting right now, I got fucking five ideas I can lay out in detail and another five more I can just ring off. And I'm pretty sure I can come up with another six if you just throw random words at me. All right. Yeah. Like that's how prepare. And, I, I've written a mask sequel in my head. <laughs> not that not that we're completely ignoring the Jamie Kennedy one. Oh, we're completely you do that to Jamie we're, Kennedy. Nah, we're, no, no disrespect. Malibu's most wanted. Be red. Ah, 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 ah. But no, we're not doing that. Sorry. It's it's funny too because like I feel uh, like Alan Cumming was in that movie though. Fuck. I think like we got it. We got it. Sorry. That in is. most of my like job, it's uh it's like the Japanese uh saying where it's like we all have different masks. We have the yeah. mask for the outside world, we have the mask for the people we're close with, and then the mask uh -huh. for, ourselves. for ourselves. And it's like to me, it's like there's the job mask, and then there's the friends mask. And then there, there is like your own where the world will never see the darkness. Or whatever. <laughs> but like sometimes they bleed together, though. My job mask was just like quiet, got shit done, just didn't yeah. really talk. And there was like a coworker two jobs ago who was a cool dude and did a lot of cool stuff. But I, I always kind of kept what I do to my, like the things I did to myself. Same, like, same. I wouldn't go into work and be like, I did comedy last night. Like, who yeah. fucking cares, man? Same, but yeah. Like, same. Which always led to funny shit. But uh, it was like this dude, one day we were just working and I was like, hey, here's a video of me getting beat up by professional wrestler Chris Hero. And he was like, what? <laughs> what the? <laughs> and then it was what like, did you oh, do? we got to talk. And now, yeah. and so we're still, yeah. But keeping contact, yeah. Dude, it's been so funny because lately, like the job I have right now. So I have a job right now. It's awesome. It's only four days a week, but it's still full time. So it's 32 hours full time with amazing benefits. So I'm like, I can't fucking complain about it. I know. Anything. I say that I'm a 30 hour part time yeah. salary right now. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I'm like, Denver's expensive, I'm doing all these trips. And rather than, because I was like, oh, I got to tell my boss I need more money or I need more hours. And it's like, why put that? This this is going great. I don't need to put that there. So I just started applying for part-time jobs. I'll just pick up another part-time job because working from home is pretty friggin' easy. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but so I've been interviewing for these jobs and it's always like, man, it's interviews have gotten really weird. Like they've, <laughs> they've gone so. to, they've gone to like where you video yourself just answering questions from a, like a thing mm -hmm. it's like the so they don't even talk to you you're just talking to yourself this sounds to me like when they pay people to eat a large amount of food yeah yeah okay. oh dude yes no no no. Eater. yeah 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 <laughs> awkwardly awkwardly answer these questions and lie to us about but why I you guess want this position beg if, for this minimum wage if, well if we had a company it would be an easy way rather than reading because when you read like a um, why can't I remember resume? I can't remember the name of resume, a CV. Uh, reading those, you don't know shit. Like at the events job I worked at, one of the dudes, he was like, hey, "They have me going through all these resumes, man. I don't know, like, because people could lie, people could." Yeah, you never know. And so you don't know what kind of person they are until you get that interview. But this way, like, you can watch a video, like them talking and answering things without mm -hmm. having it. Like just for, before you even interact with them, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. It's very weird though.
This is but exactly I, what I would do on the interview. I'm like, all right, so I yeah. know you got some questions for me. <laughs> but so I did, did this one and uh, like I did, well, I did three. And the first one, I'm trying to be professional guy. All right. Yep. Here we go. But still being pretty honest because like with the stuff I do, it's just about empathy and helping people. But uh, second one, I was a little more loose. The third one, I was just like, it was one of those like very standard, like what, uh, what kind of customer service skills do you or customer support skills do you have? And oh, so yeah. I, I kick on the video and I was like, I was in a bunch of pop punk bands for a decade. I did comedy for another decade, which I consider to be extreme customer support. Yeah. I just, it just like said a bunch of random stuff that I thought was funny. Fuck Guess it. which one I got an interview from? The that fucking one. <laughs> one you just started rattling shit off on. Just like fuck it, here we go. And the the gal if was not like, anything. They're like, I want to meet this. Yeah, we thought I, to apply to this job. Yeah, dude. And I figure that's my new in is just say all the weird stuff I've done, and then just be like, oh, but also I'm a very normal, yeah. get shit done person. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Not to toot my own horn, but it's pretty above average when it comes to some shit. <laughs> I get shit done. I work hard, and there's a reason. Why I can enjoy four day weekends sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, it's Dude, nice. all I know is anytime I've interviewed with a woman, mm -hmm. I get the job. Anytime it's a dude, I feel like I get the job 50% of the time. You know what's funny as you say that now that I just for some reason that just triggered me? Most of uh, healthcare professionals in my life have been women. Yeah. Like my main doctors, the doctors I have down here. I think the only male doctor I've had was a dentist. Yeah. Maybe. It's interesting, right? I like mm -hmm. I feel like my energy and a gastroenterologist, well. that's it. Yeah. My energy goes well with female energy. Yeah. With dudes, I feel like I'm just like more withdrawn. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's different. I think it depends yeah. on the energy that people are bringing. Because with me, like it doesn't necessarily matter personality type. It matters energy that like you bring yeah. that you just kind of come with. Cause like I've been around people who typically you, you, you might, might want to be more a little bit aware of who you hang out with. Yeah. But me just by circumstance, I'm with somebody who just uh, whatever the fuck, whatever small dumbass connections, the energy's cool. They chill. Yeah. They no aggression. No, there's no shit like that. They just chill. They calm. They still talking shit. Having fun, being jokey, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like when you go out and then there's people you don't know and they just approach you with like just this aggressive energy. And it's like, I have no idea who you are. Yeah. You could be very well intended, but I've also seen shit where it could be very ill intended. And yeah. I just don't know you. So at that point. You know, something that kind of ties into that, that I've been thinking about, like one of my biggest regrets, I try not to have very many regrets. It's hard. We're human. Yeah. But like, uh. I wish there were so many ways I approached comedy where I was basically just ripping off like punk rock and wrestling and a lot of my influences. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what we all, that's the way you make cool things happen instead of copying Louis CK or whatever person's big at whatever time. Yeah. You're like, what else can I do? And yeah, I much. wish I would have tried to emulate uh, the culture of professional wrestling more than the culture of comedy. Mm. Be because yeah there's problems with both whatever yeah but the, the like respect and the you know that you're all and i think it's because comedy there's we're not 
protecting each other at all. There's no like, you don't need to trust the person. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, I wish I like there were people I was a dick to. And it's like, uh, I wish I wasn't such a dick, but I was also drinking too much and had other stuff going on. I mean, but yeah, like, like life happens when you can admit that you're a dick. And then at the same time, it's just like it happens, man. Like yeah. not everyone's going to get an apology. Not everyone is looking for an apology. Not everyone's going to give you an apology. Like, yeah, you but know. it's like I want to start doing that in all of my like in every job I have and anything else. I want to have like a very like very like polite like i'm here to help i'm here to protect you i'm here to like <laughs> i'm, I'm like, about that all day i'm like yeah. hey yo i'm here to bust my ass for the team if you need yeah. help let me know we'll get this shit done i'm here to get this however when i hit my time i'm the fuck <laughs> out of here because that is what we agreed to now yeah. if anyone takes issue with that feel free to speak to my boss about that however me and my boss have this understanding yeah, and he dude. said it works for him it works for me and guess what now in that free time i get to be more creative I think that's that's kind of the thing too is you prove your worth. Yeah, it's what it is. Show you that you are you can actually work. Prove bust your yeah. ass. Prove that you're an asset and mm -hmm. like you can like kind of pick and choose and adjust things as yeah. you want. There's too many cool. there's too many people who don't understand that that when you get an opportunity, it's not that's not the time to slack off. That's the time to be like this is why you gave me this opportunity. Yeah. Because you never know what else comes from that. It may land you a permanent job. Cool. That's an opp opportunity for now. You got a permanent job. Now you get probably a little bit of raise with it. Maybe you get benefits. If not, find another job. If it doesn't treat yeah. you well, deuces. You can always find something like that. But if it's like, something where it's like it's doing well and it's it's like, okay, we're going to start you out with this good salary. Yeah, we're going to start you out with benefits. We're going to start you out with this like PTO, blah, blah, blah. You can't come in there slacking. What the fuck? Like, no how way. ungrateful do you look? Some places that shit may slide depending on who you know, but sorry, but for realistically, for someone like me and probably is still somebody like you, unless yeah. you got the connections, what are you doing that shit for? Get in Dude, there, get your ass to work and prove like, yeah, this is why I'm here. And I'm not saying you have to prove yourself to anybody, but if you get something, you secure your position. That's what you, it doesn't matter what you do. Even as an artist take take a nine yep. to five job out of this take it as an artist yo if you get put on the showcase you better put your shit in that showcase to be the draw of that showcase because everybody else should be coming that way everyone should be going out there to aim and there i i don't in art i don't believe that you're like stepping on anyone by simply just full-on just displaying your talents or uniqueness or whatever hey Everyone just is going to have to do something different. Yes, something is going yeah. to stand out. Someone's may not stand out. I've been on the side where shit hasn't stood out. It's fine. It happens. Sometimes the performance just doesn't happen that night. Sometimes it does. It, 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 whatever it is, you have to go out there. And every time you go to something, it doesn't matter if it's a showcase, a small performance, a small set, whatever. You got to go out there and be like, hey, I'm going to go out there. And at the very least, you got to have fun and be willing to go out there and have such a good time that you're like, I'm going to go do well. But yeah. you can't you can't just go like, oh, I got this cake. I'm not yeah. worried about it. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to prepare for it. I'm not going to give it a second thought until I get there. Like you can't do that. You got to treat it with respect. Like I said, you got to treat it as more than something else if you want something else out of it. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, uh, yeah, like I had a one on one with my boss recently and uh, like I feel like in the past with jobs, I would express my frustration. Like, yeah. Like, oh, and it's like a lot of negativity. And I felt like that was when I'd vent the negative stuff. Uh -huh. And it, it never really, it seemed to kind of like make things not as good. Yeah. And so with this one, I'm just trying to be positive and I'm trying to find solutions to be like, this thing keeps happening. It's very frustrating. 
I'm not sure how to fix it, but I think we should try to figure out how to fix it. Mm -hmm. So that's been like my new approach with a lot of stuff. And so, and I was, I thought I was just, I was rambling mostly when I was talking to her and she was like, this is the most sincere interview I've like heard you talk. And she's like, you have a really good voice. Has anyone ever told you that? You should, you should, <laughs> see, multiple people I work with, you should do like a podcast. Or I hear I'm, that all the I'm, time. Yeah, and I'm always like, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, maybe to, I'll do one. Yeah. And but, I, used to, I used to get, you should do something in radio. And then I would get, you should do voice acting or you should do acting. Stuff yeah. Like that. And like, but, trust me, I'm trying. Yeah. But then she was like, I think we should like look into getting you into like a leadership role and talk about like growing and that blah, 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 which maybe that's just what she tells everybody to kind maybe. of keep people motivated, but maybe, but see, the thing is too, like there are jobs out there who are being like, they're willing to find those kind of people who are willing to dedicate that time to stuff because you yeah. never know. There may be a job who from the outside, it just looks square as shit, but they're looking to try and do something creative to branch out. You might be someone who has the business smarts and the creative mindset to help them do what they need to do to now branch out in this creative yeah. and new digital world. You have to be more original. Yes. There's hard to be original. I like original ideas are starting to dwindle because everyone can do almost anything now in this day and age. However, put yeah. your spin on it. Do your own thing. Like I guarantee you, no one is gonna design the exact same thing with their own hand. Someone no can design something completely different. Like it's gonna happen every single time. So don't yeah. ever think that, oh, because I don't know if I can ever make an original idea. Like you can't go out there. You have to just go out there and do it. Yeah. Um here's something else I was thinking about recently. Uh and I think like in me trying to be a better dude and a good dude and like taking a lot of advice from different things, I think sometimes I go too far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, like you like you feel like you're making up for lost times. Like yeah. no, now I have to aggressively be this way to like but, make sure I stay this way. So here's two examples. One's like just one that always happens. And it's so I'll walk out of my apartment walk into the grocery store. I might've told this story before, but I it's a fun story. Let's go. Come on. Walk into the grocery store and there's a nice lady in front of me. And I'm like, I walk fast. I know I walk fast. Cause I got little short legs and a long <laughs> torso. Yeah. So it I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to like walk up on her. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, chill out. I'm going to walk a little slower. And then I start to get anxious. Cause I'm like, well now I'm noticeably walking slower. Now I'm doing this. So I'm like, I'm going to cross the street to the other side and then get to the grocery store. So I do that. I notice the weight where if <laughs> I feel like the woman's paying attention to me other side. And so now we're kind of going parallel and then I'm like, fuck, she's going to the grocery store. <laughs> like it's going to look like I did something weird. And then yeah. so I'm going to cut walk. you off before yeah. you get to safe. And I was just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like there's no way. And there's if no I would have just, if I would have just done my normal, just walking. Yeah. Would have been fine. She, like she, she probably didn't notice any of it, but in my mind, it's like, I just made this weirder from yeah. trying to like overthink and be yeah. overly considerate as a, as a, per, as a man of color, who's over, who's like overthought yeah. this, especially with like nothing against you all, obviously, but white women around, if I don't yeah. know you, then like, if I'm behind you or something, I don't go out of my way. Anything. Cry. I just, <clears throat> I just let something out yeah. loud. No, I just let you know. And I have my phone. Like I turn up the brightness. If it's dark, yeah. let you see, like, just, you can see me. There you go. I'm yeah. I, visible away from you. If you look back and I see you, I'll give you away. We're both whatever. on the same page where it's like women have enough to deal with. They don't need yeah. to deal with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First of all, you if you see me, you ain't got to worry about me. Bother you, harassing you, or making yeah. your day any rougher than it is. Because I'm just usually, if I'm in public, I'm trying to do whatever I'm trying to do and get the fuck out. If yeah. I'm sightseeing, I'm staying out the way. But still, like it, that's it. That's not the case with everybody. But, you know. <laughs> so here's, here's the newest example of this. <clears throat> so... 
my team that I work with, the mm-hmm. startup company I work for, uh, there's two men that's including me and about a dozen women. Yeah. That's our team. Yeah. I love it. It's awesome. Oh, I uh, feel like we talked about this. Does he yeah, send? And also like it's demographically all over the place. It's great. Yeah. But I've noticed like, cause my boss is like, yeah, you're kind of quiet. Like you should talk more. And in my mind, I think of the classic Eric Dorian bit. <laughs> Shout out Eric Dorian. Shout out Eric uh, Dorian. Funniest comedian in the world. Oh uh, my God. Uh, but uh, he's like, something about, man, be little, be little. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, I'm letting these, these wonderful women. I just imagine talk. his voice doing yeah, it too. Oh man, be little. And so I'm like being little and I'm listening and I'm trying to help and I'm being little and I'm like, it's probably weird that I'm doing I should just be like me. I should just be, be like, you. Hey, yeah. So yeah. I think that's the biggest, especially for us white woke people that are trying too hard. Yeah. Just, just be, be yourself. Just be yourself, man. Like everybody, yeah. look, everybody's goofy. I don't care what the color of your skin yeah. is. Everybody's goofy. Like there's, there's, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Everywhere. Like you're going to make things weirder by <laughs> yeah. doing this. Like yeah. 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 No, trust me. You're going to find that. You're going to find that other than besides a lot of ignorant old teachings because they didn't have knowledge back then. A lot of people have a lot of the same shit in common. Yeah. So it's just, we need a lot of unhealthy and ignorant shit needs to be unlearned by everybody. Yeah. Just Can need I, to accept that, yo. This day and age, where all got everybody has to progress, so everybody just progress. Yeah. And if it ain't doing you no personal harm, like trying to personally kill you in your kitchen, yeah. Then what the fuck do you care? Honestly, just be yourself and try to help others. That's yeah. All yeah. And don't but, be uh, and don't be a dick. And don't be a dick. Third, the third mission statement of Deuce Sweet Podcast: Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a That's, dick. That should be the subtitle instead of hell yeah, suck it. No, it's just like don't be a dick. Yeah, suck it, but don't be a dick. <laughs> so. I did something huge today. Oh, that's fuck. I love when you break news on this. Let's go. Yeah. It's not buying rollerblades. I got the rollerblades. I haven't been able to rollerblade because the air quality. So we're already hacking the planet. It is fine. Yeah. Um, I got my haircut at a barber shop. Wow. What kind of barber shop though? You got to tell me. I'll get into it. It's awesome. Okay. Let's go story time. So like I basically have been cutting my own hair for a long time. Same. Z's. I'm aggressively Midwestern and super frugal where I'm like, how much do haircuts cost here? $40? No, get fucked. Like, I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm just depressed. I'm like, I don't really I care. I can do that myself. That and, plus, and I've got, I got really good at it, at least for my hair. I know exactly what I want to do, yeah. but it was also like just a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. To where I'd conscript whatever person I was dating into like, okay, you have to help me with the back. <laughs> And I think the first time it's like a fun and cute thing. They're like, oh, I've never cut anyone's hair. Yay. And then like the next time I asked, they're like, oh, Oh. you know, you could go to a barbershop. Yeah, you go to a barbershop for that. And so. But see me, any partner I'm with, I'm like, you know, I don't have the barbershop excuse because I'm not taking my shirt off at the barbershop and having them shave my back before I wrestle. So now you got to do it. I don't have that excuse anymore, but now it's a habit. So guess what? It's got to. I made hey, Melody shave If you don't want the back. hair on the back, young lady, you got to shave it yourself. Dude, I thought there was hair on my back, but apparently there isn't. Like, she, she was like, no. And I'm like, I've seen hair. When I look over my shoulder and it's just like wispy. You got your little, yeah, you got your little, uh, what do they call it? Peach fuzz on your shoulders. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm so hairy, I can see the bald spot in my shoulder. 
(laughs) That's the the soundbite clip for this. So, and here's, so here's the other thing is barbershops, like for dudes, I have friends that work in them. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Same with tattoo. It's, it's become the same as tattoo culture where it's like very cool. It's been very, it's been pretty, I mean, I don't know about certain ones at least, but I know at least in certain communities of brown culture, barbershops have always been like the community center. Yeah. See, I wish white people had that. I guess you'd have a little, are that. you'd purposely have a bodega like in certain areas you purposely yeah. have bodegas next to the barbershop because yeah. she'll be popping off at the bar at the barbershop so she'll go pop off over there at the bodega like people waiting for haircuts and they got kids with them you take them to the bodega and shit while they go <laughs> and get their haircut and all this stuff like that's just that's just what it was it was a communal yeah. it was like a community thing so it wasn't was, always fucking great clips or whatever these other little sports zazzy, yeah whatever all this other little zazzy like hi my Cheryl, what do you kind of cut you want today? Like all that kind of shit. What no offense coming, to Eddie Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl today? <laughs> no offense to Eddie. What did Cheryl do to you, man? I don't know. So, don't know. Uh, so the nice gal I'm dating was like, uh, he started saying I should go to a barbershop. I'm punk rock. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I'm also no, just, it's true. And I'm it's also true. a dick. Punk like rock. A dick. And I'm a yeah. dick. Which yeah, are it, sometimes the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom, like, we went and visited my parents. It was great. Yeah. When Melody went. It was a fun time. But my mm-hmm. mom was even like, I kind of learned that anytime I tell him to do anything, that would make him be like, nope. Nope. <laughs> like, that was always like, anytime nope. I was told to do anything, I was like, because hey, against guess it. what? If I wanted to do it, I would have done it already. Yeah. I know the options there. Oh, I know the options so, there. But if I really wanted to do it, I yeah. would have done it already. So here's like the fun, the, the very like revealing thing of that is we're there. My mom's like, man, your hair's uh, getting really long. And I was like, yeah. And then Melody's like, I told him you should get a cut. My mom's like, ah, I've been telling Dougie he needs to get his hair cut. And then, so there was this whole, like father, like son. There was like a whole month long process where my mom, cause my mom cuts my dad's hair. My mom used to cut my hair uh-huh. and she's, that's where I learned most of it, where she's trying to get me to steal tips from my new barber for her. But, uh, uh-huh. But my dad had the exact same reaction where he's like, well, I don't want to spend that much money. Here's the thing. In Columbus, Nebraska, a haircut's $15. Still too much money. Dude, that's, <laughs> I throw Still, that. But yeah, like, I'm, a, that, I'm, a, I'm a cheap Mexican. We used to, we used to fucking wake up at 8 a.m. That was how much just, I tipped today. We, we, shh, nah, nah, <laughs> we, no. We would wake up and we would get our heads cut in the backyard yeah. before it got hot. and then That's pretty good. Go anyways, shower, go like brush off, shower off, and then go play out. So then my mom said, uh, she's like, yeah, he went online and he researched all the barber shops and their reviews. It was so weird. And then I was just like, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, like father, like son. Yeah. And then I realized, I was like, there's three hair salons in my neighborhood. Like, all right. One's right yeah. there. One's right there. One's right there. Yeah. So I looked him up. One was a very fancy hair salon for fancy gals and uh-huh. probably fancy boys I was, hey, like, whatever. Nah. I was like nah that's not for me the next one was like a very hipster hip chain where there's one in new york one all over the place and i was like eh. mm. third one is pretty new there's a giant snake painted on it it's right across the street from me called okay. serpent and sage which normally okay white people, white people <laughs> i don't know why all of our businesses had to become one word and one word but whatever <laughs> 
Shout out Herbs and Arts. Yeah. So I look at their Instagram. Everyone's like tattooed, cool. All the dude haircuts are mullets because that's what all the boys are doing right now. Hey. And I was like, whatever, guys. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I can book this online. Super easy. It's right across the street. Done. Done. So I go there today, go in the salon, and they're like, oh, yeah, your appointment's with Whitney. She's out back. And I was like, all right. And we go through the salon and then there's like this outdoor area with seating and stuff. And then there's this little door. It goes in this amazing like backroom barbershop. It's just super cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was two nice gals gave me a haircut. And here's what happened. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I've been cutting my own hair for so long. It's going to look there like that. I had this in my head. They're going to make fun of it. They're going to think I'm stupid. Yeah. I just had that in my head. So I was like, yeah, I don't know if you can tell I've been cutting my own hair. And she was like, no, you haven't. She was yeah. like, no way. She was like, you did a really good job if you did. And I was like, yeah. I just hold up a mirror that I think is supposed to be a cocaine mirror that was, <laughs> was part of the band's merch. And I just would do it myself. Yeah, sure. So apparently I've been cutting my own hair flawlessly. Yeah. I've been doing like the first few times you do it, you don't get it down. Like you kind of fuck up. But if you stick to it and do it well enough and you know, and you're not trying to go for anything complicated. Yeah. You nailed that because you know when to hold like a certain hair part of your hair up, you know where your cowlick is if you fucking have one. So you got to hold it the opposite side and then you got to switch the shit back around. Like, you know, the perfect thing that you got to do with it. And I feel and shout out. It's it's always good to get that affirmation. It's like, yeah, don't look at that. Look at that. I can't do the fade shit. I I can't do do the fade either. If I could, if I didn't have this old man shit in this fucking patch right here. Yeah. I was I was I wanted to fade the mohawk, but I can't do it. So guess but, uh, what? I guess I'm not spending money on shit again. Yeah. And listen, it was it was expensive and I tipped heavy, but like I realized I was like, man, this is it's just nice. It's nice. And plus like the energy, it was she was yeah. awesome, Whitney was awesome. And then there was a girl, a younger girl, like I think just observing, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. that, that's the thing, it's social. Like you haven't that's a social thing you haven't done, but it's yeah. a good, like controlled social environment. And can can we also point out that like the fact that barber school and salon school is like way more structured and strict and expensive than like cops have to go through and how insane that is. Yeah, I would I would dare I would <laughs> I would dare to say that these uh hairdressers and barbers go through more stress and handle way it better. More than a lot of these um <clears throat> serve <laughs> and protect badged I faces salute, i salute the hair people yeah but the energy Mwah, like, shout out hairspray Mwah. it was it was it felt good the young gal was talking about all this thing she's going out going to all these bars and the gal that cut my hair is 38 she's like i go to bed at eight and i'm like yes here we go like this is i want to see this, this is my crew this is my crew and then we started talking about professional wrestling and Stone Cold and The Rock, and it was just a oh, wonderful man. time. See, like the- you don't you 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 found your version of the version of the yeah. black barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> you found your version of black barbershop. Hell yeah, you, that's like, a great experience to have. Give, give me an older, heavily tattooed person that likes. Yeah, cool. one thousand percent. And she was like, I think now's the time where everyone finally is embracing that the nerdy things that they liked when they were kids. Yeah, so because cool. so many yeah. people got like socially ostracized for that shit yeah. and they're like oh you like play this like and because back there was certain bit the shit back then but now nerds will whoop your ass yeah i wish oh, yeah. you would fuck with me yeah <laughs> guess what i was nine years old and neo inspired me to start doing some karate shit so now there i know jeet kune do and i can whoop your ass like that <laughs> that 
that's the kind of shit that now you're dealing with. Because guess what? So, now he's calm and peaceful. He's doing <laughs> IT. He's making a lot of money. But you fuck with him. He's going to whoop your ass. Yeah, dude. He's got swords. Yeah, man. Ask to see his sleeve. I guarantee. Wait till y'all see. I'm getting a werewolf on my shit. I'm getting a werewolf <laughs> tattoo. I'll so figure out where it. my centaur is going to go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to put like a bow on this story. So when, yes. I, fir- when I first got there, it started raining. Mm-hmm. Went through that little outdoor area, got in there. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. this. Pouring rain, like <laughs> insane pouring rain. And they're just being like, whoa. And she's like, you don't have to like go very far. I was like, I live across the street. I'll, I'll jog. I don't care. Yeah, it's like, I'll do whatever. Pouring, pouring. The second the haircut's done, it just stops and the sun comes out. <laughs> that was a spiritual <laughs> moment. That legitimately happened where we were just like, okay. <laughs> That was, you know what that was? That was a level up. That was entering next level. Yep. Where I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll probably that still was, give myself a little bit of a cut sometimes, but the rest of the time, she's a fresh in hair. A fresh haircut was the one objective you had to do on like it was. Uh, on, on like a main story quest yep. that you went and did all the other side missions, and you were like, I'm not getting this fucking haircut, <laughs> and you did every side mission you thought you couldn't do, and you finished it all, and you're like. Fuck, I have to get a haircut if I want to do the rest of the story now, even though I'm here at level like 97. I'm, gonna I'm put capped. Points. I need to I'm, put I'm some pretty points. much a one hit kill. I'm God mode <laughs> without cheating at this point because I've done every single. <laughs> side I need to quest. put more points into my legs not hurting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Leg days yeah. or what? Yeah. yeah. I went hiking by myself, went to a cool little area between Conifer and. Uh, <laughs> um goddamn evergreen okay and, nice uh, yeah it was nice did a little hike there were a bunch of kids and families so i ended up going way up above and way around and, yeah like fuck all that yeah it was nice though it was a nice little spiritual thing but next day my goddamn knees oh man yeah but whatever whatever that's rough we gotta, we gotta wrap this up we talked about quitting how quitting can be good yeah we how it can be about, i forgot what else did i talk about haircuts <laughs> haircuts i got down the three um what are they the three laws of the podcast i guess there you go i forgot what the first two were but i know number three is don't be a dick yep don't be a dick is just the number one rule for life <laughs> when when the editor me goes back and edits this they'll they'll pull out the uh what we go. all said and they'll put it into the description but yeah man can I tell you about what I'm into right now? Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's <laughs> fucking get it. So that last podcast we did, we talked about like the creative plateau. Yeah. We talked about like how hard it is to like get the ideas moving, how to get them out. And so that's been like a big goal of mine because I was like, I have tons of extra time now because I work at home where I'm like, the things are around me. Sometimes yeah. I can be a detriment, but sometimes it's like, I have no excuse not to. And you can use it to your advantage sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I started like, I'm going to bust out a YouTube show where I'm going to go through like weird history moments. Nice. Also probably review awful movies. Cause I realized I have like a hundred terrible eighties movies on my computer. And I was like, why did I download all of these? Can I do that please? Cause I've been <laughs> wanting to review bad movies, and especially if I've never seen them before. Come on. <laughs> We were talking about but, doing something like yeah. that anyway, and that might work with us being able to do this. Like, Yeah, but so I'm, I've started to like where it's going to be scripted out. I don't want to be in the videos, maybe at the end or something, but I, I've taken so many YouTube videos that are just these like 15 minutes 
here's a bunch of interesting stuff about this. Here's a bunch of interesting stuff about this movie. No, love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. All that so, shit. I love that shit. Give yeah. me the facts. Give me the and facts. There's, there's been so many like random historical events where I was like, man, why isn't this a movie? And so it's like, I'll just talk about it. I'll just put make a little thing, put it yeah. out there. So yeah. I've started working on that. I started a second podcast, which That's I right. feel I feel it's more of like a DJ experience than a podcast. And it's okay. a, it's only on Spotify because only. because it it's basically it's called Cool Shit with IDT. And what it is, is I, I'll play songs and then I'll talk about them and I'll tell stories around those usually, or just that they're like, these things remind me of. And I'm just trying to, one of the biggest joys I get is showing people cool new things that they're not aware of. Yeah. Love that. Like anytime I'm in a relationship, like even friendships, it's like, you haven't seen that fucking movie. Yeah. It's like, like you got to watch that you shit. You got to watch this. Oh, you'd be really into this show. And like, oh, you should check this out. Yeah, And I think for me, it's just like such a good bonding thing. And like with cool shit was a comedy show back in the day. And one of my favorite things about it was I would just be like, I'm just going to play a bunch of weird wrestling, like Japanese wrestling videos. Yeah. People would be like, what the hell is this? And, I'd be and like, then people I, would come down before the yep. shows and they yeah. were like, I guess we're here for comedy, but this wrestling's on. Yeah. Well, let's sit here and watch this and make fun of it or silly yeah. whatever. And, and then, then with the ratio shows, I'd be like, it's so lame before shows that it's just quiet and everyone's just kind of sitting yeah, there. So fuck? I started making these YouTube video compilations <laughs> of just different cool, weird videos that I liked. And that was like, yep. I love that more than the actual comedy show. 1000%. So, yeah. so this is like a new version of that where it's like, I'm going to eventually I'll have guests on and have like some themes, but I think for now it's just like, here's five songs. I'm going to talk. It's like under an hour. Mm-hmm. And with Spotify, it's like the song, if it's playing and you like it, you can click it and it goes right to like the artist and stuff. So it's kind of cool oh, how nice. they integrated nice. all that. Nice. But yeah. Cool shit with IDT. Cool on shit with IDT. Spotify. I'm motherfucking Spotify. Check it out, Joe. I got to <laughs> listen to it now. <clears throat> yeah. What are you into right now? <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Um, I have probably like five notepad windows open. And it's just various ideas of what I'm working on, one of which is um, a script that uh, I will be working on. So, yeah, I'm getting a lot of that stuff down, which is it's good because now I'm working out like workshopping just a lot of ideas. So I'm really just dedicating a lot of time to writing. Um, Now with that, we'll become more time to start producing sound engineering for certain things to get like atmosphere and all this stuff to make it more dramatic. So that way it's not like just me sitting here just being like reading dialogue into a microphone it's actual like effects so that way it's pretty much like with a book when you read a book you get the descriptions and stuff but you make it up how it is in your own head yeah. with this, it's gonna be you hear the story and then i want to give enough detail in the sound so that way you can make up the image in your mind so that way if i'm describing a ship you know that there's a ship and it's but it's not a specific one it's whatever you can make up in your head i always believe yeah. people submersing themselves in that makes it better so just giving more of that those audio details with it so making it a true audio drama uh just working through all those details with that when i get stuck in that um i just don't mind losing sometimes it's only 10 minutes sometimes it's an hour because bloodborne just whoops my ass so i've just been playing (laughs) bloodborne so bloodborne it's fun it's enjoyable it's frustrating because it's one of those games where it's like i have to actually sit here and dedicate time to strategy (laughs) 
I just haven't done that in a while. But for me, it's good because then with that, I get the itch out to game, but I'm not there super long. And it kind of helps me focus to where like I get through something and then now I'm like, oh shit, I had to do so much focus. I didn't know I can get that shit done. Then I'm like, oh, I have another idea. So Yeah, dude. Dude, um, there's a really there's a new that. game that's exactly like the civilization games. Uh-huh. Called a humankind. Okay. Those games destroy my life because I can Do sit they? and play them for like <laughs> an entire day. Um, yeah. An entire day. Oh, where I'm man. like, I started out as cavemen. Now I'm space fighting. Also, I'm uh, the nation of Mexico. Let's go. Other than that, I uh, just binge watched Harley Quinn. All the cartoon? That shit rules. Show is fucking HBO awesome. Max, Harley Quinn. That show is awesome. Listen, it's fantastic. Former Crom Comedy Festival comedians Ron Funches. Ron Funches is fucking King Shark. And, yeah, and Rory Scovel's in there as a couple like random characters. Yeah, just random characters yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's it's Shout all out. fucking Kelly Cuoco is Harley Quinn. I was like, holy yep. shit, that's. She does a really good job as like an animate. And the voice actress, is it Jesse? I'm sorry. I Jesse Bell, maybe. The voice actress of Poison Ivy. Fantastic. So good. Fantastic. So good. It's a great show. Everyone in that show is great. Dr. Psycho. Yep. All of it is great. Uh, I, like, I love how they anyone everyone watch it. Spoiler alert. I love and hate because he's one of my favorite villain characters ever. But I love how they just shit on Bane the whole show. Like, <laughs> they make him seem like he's so stupid. They yeah. make him seem like he's so weak. He, he <laughs> it deserved it after the uh, yeah after that one movie where he was too much of a badass with a great accent. Oh what, They're Tom like, Hardy? Time to, yeah, time to bring Bane back to Earth. Yeah, it's time for Bane to once again <laughs> be brought back. Oh, James, Ad- mean- James Adomian's the voice of Bane, I'm pretty sure, on that show. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, he's a great comedian, too. No, 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 that's great. But Bane, look out, y'all. I don't know if y'all really know about Bane. Dude, I'm I really listening. fuck with Bane. Like, if I've you ask me. To the hardcore band Bane. <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, that's a classic hardcore like, band. Yo, honestly, right now, right now, if you were like, give me. Give me your comic book, like character pair right now for like Yo. a tag team. Spawn Bane right now. Let's <sighs> fuck. Let's fucking destroy everything. Can I give you mine? Are there? Fl- yeah, yeah. Please, one thousand percent. Let's go. Wolverine and Lobo. Woo! That's a bad pair. Just two dudes smoking cigars. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Let's give the shout out. Shout out. Project-nerd.com. Project Nerd is a great website, mm-hmm. great community with all podcasts for all your nerdly. Did we make that up or did they make it up? I think we might have made that up. All right. Where's my check? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they even use it if we made it up. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't, I don't, we might just be saying it. We just say shit. I don't even yeah. care. At this point. Shout out Iggy. Shout out Project Nerd. Yep. Uh, we, I do. So I was going to build us a whole website. But the, I've been thinking about a website. But what we have for the podcast right now is perfect. It's just yeah. the Anchor website. It's just like, yeah. here it is. Here's the episode. Just check it out. Yeah. yeah. Just and visual I, links and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. when we actually start, like, because like, we're both venturing into our own side projects while doing yeah. other stuff as well. Because we, I imagine we're still just going to be working together more yeah. and more. So, like, 
at that point we would need a website, but then we'll have a bunch of stuff to finally upload onto the website, which then now we can. And what began as me just being super lazy is I just turned the Crom Comedy Festival Facebook into Crom Comedy Collective so we could advertise our shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I think that might, might actually just become like, because I put Dude Sweet on Spotify, it says Crom Comedy Collective. <laughs> yeah, my cool shit well. with IDT. So we're starting yeah. to build something. We're getting there. We're getting <laughs> Listen, there. It only took six years. Yo, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is both like we put time into this shit, and if we have it, we might as well just keep putting stuff into it. So all the projects are coming in underneath yeah. it. Fuck it, like why not? Crom like Comedy Collective just has it's it's just the start. That don't mean we only do comedy, but it's like hey, this is what happens. But we also branch out and do this. Uh, but yeah, dudesweetcast.com. We're on okay. like so many new streaming services. <laughs> Yo, yeah, and like, here's the thing. We don't care because we're not making money off of this. So yeah. We're not looking to monetize out the podcast or anything whatsoever. So yeah. just get it out there. Fuck it. If you hear it, just stumble across it. Listen, yeah. shout out, comment, like, hope you like it, whatever. Cool. Go check out the other shit. Maybe you'll waste some time. And we're uh, we're on we're on all of them and ones I've never heard of now because Anchor just shoved them all out there. So hell yeah. yeah. You know, the advantage we have is we're ad free. Uh, yeah. There are no ads. So if you want to listen to podcasts without ads, this, we're this podcast without ads. <laughs> <laughs> So it's definitely not because no one's offered. It's, it's because not even, of our principles. No, no, no. It's not even if somebody would offer. It's like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I just, and also, you know, it's, yeah. And it, like, I have a website, ianDouglasTerry.com. I spent eight hours together, not all in one run, trying to make the perfect website. And it broke me like physically and emotionally. And I just wound up with just like, here's the basic shit. I, I wanted like this perfect thing, but I also didn't want to spend a bunch of money. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I just made this thing where it's like, here's the projects I'm doing right now. Here's all the old writing done. Suck yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's the plan is to kind of go underground for a while, build, 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 build. And then once we have the resources to actually, like, yeah put everything out there then just all at once just be like bombardment here's everything <laughs> check all this shit out so, i don't want you to hear no excuses about there any shit there's all the shit in the world right there for you yeah so thank you for listening thank you for listening uh, appreciate it the or watching thing, if you're watching yeah thank you. The, the coolest thing you can do is just tell someone else about the show we're getting better at promoting watch out trying <laughs> i'm but, i'm deleting my social media so we'll see how that goes yeah. I'm gonna add more to make up for it. I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna start a TikTok where I dance with my shirt off. <laughs> oh. So I think I have it. Our two rules: don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Make cool shit with your friends. Make cool shit with your friends. Hell I like yeah! It. I like it. Hell yeah! <laughs> Dude, sweet. Dude, sweet. Dude, I feel like. Even if you're not following those, they still pop up. Nice True. girls dancing around with no brassiers on. True. I feel like if you're over 30 and you're on TikTok and you're a dude, you're probably a creep. <laughs> I mean, I'm not on TikTok, but harsh judgment. When harsh I was on judgment. there, I was just, this is just bonus content right now. <laughs> This ain't even, no, we keep it going. We don't end this shit. We just keep going. This is like this is like how my Mexican family says bye. We say bye for 30 minutes because we just keep talking about shit. So I use TikTok and all I did is I watched people uh going into Goodwill and scanning things with like their phones and finding like expensive stuff and reselling it. I was that was my porn. I was like, fuck. 
How much Jesus money did you get Christ. from those fucking textbooks? I oh, mean, yeah, to be fair, man. I walked into um, a Ross today to see if they had a massage gun. They did not, unfortunately. Yeah. Dude, but they had up, a pair bro. of my black, like black and white cargo shorts, like Mark Echo Unlimited, fifty-seven dollars shorts for ten ninety-nine. I go. wanted to, I could have bought that shit and resold it, but I was like, nah, I didn't. They didn't have the massage gun. The line was long. I wasn't standing in line. <laughs> But I mean, hey, if if you are trying to, there now then this day and age, there are definitely resources to you can if you want to go hustle like that, you can make you some money, dude. There's people making lots of money off. Of Yo, as long as you're not harming stuff. anybody, make your money yep. however you want because this life's already fucking weird. It's strange. It's rough. These people in charge don't give a fuck about us, so we gotta do what we can to pimp this system. <laughs> be a better, sweeter dude. Don't be a dick. Um, and we'll make see cool y'all next time. Yeah, make cool <laughs> shit with your friends. Next, we'll talk to y'all next time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> dude, sweet. Dude, sweet. <laughs>